0: Tabletalk is not your typical D&D, TTRPG podcast. We are not here to run you through our whole campaign.
1: We're here to talk about everything else in the space of tabletop roleplay.
0: I'm your host, Alejandra Wilhelm. And I'm also your host, Mariah Gresham. And we're your tabletop roleplay girlies. All right, and we're live. Hi. Um, hi (laughs) so we have another really great guest episode coming up here um we are joined by uh talking xp otherwise johnny um if you want to go ahead and like introduce yourself a little bit and let us know like any exciting stuff that you're kind of doing i know you do you have like a lot of we literally just had a conversation about (laughs) yeah yeah having too many projects
2: yep yep um the ADHD, taking on too many projects thing is very real. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I do be like that.
2: So right now I am currently running Ravenloft Misfits, which is a Curse of Strahd actual play. Um, we are dangerously close to episode 69, so that's going to be a celebration. <gasps> nice. Um, Incredible. And yeah, it's a really, co- really cool uh, podcast should definitely check it out. Um, It's on Spotify, YouTube, all the good stuff. Um, But other than that, I'm planning to do a few Candela Obscura streams where I'm going to be Lightkeeper or GMing, whatever it is, uh, Mm -hmm. those. And then we have another cool little thing that's going to be coming up in October where it's... I came up with a name. It's pretty funny. Uh, We're going to be doing sliding out of the DMs, which is we're going to take a bunch of forever DMs and bring them together to actually play. I'm not going to be running that, but uh, we have Cal... From the UK, vote for Cal on social media. Um, he's going to be running us through a Ghost of Salt Marsh type of one shot, so it's going to be really cool and it's going to be spooky because it's in October. So I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, uh, anywhere else, uh, it's at Talking XP. That's pretty much it. Yeah,
0: Talking XP on TikTok and Instagram and all that good stuff. Yep. those are lots of cool things you got going on. I love that. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, going to Gen Con definitely kicked me into high gear on wanting, and then of course, again, ADHD. But yeah, seeing all these awesome <laughs> people and, yeah, it's it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, seeing all these really yeah. cool creators and being a part of it as well was cool, really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this episode, we're gonna cover a couple different things. We're pr- predominantly gonna be talking a little bit about uh, uh, imposter syndrome. Um, but I also would love to address like, you going to Gen Con and what that is. And like, especially like you're saying being around that many like other creatives in that same space is one incredible. Cause it also like stirs you to action because You're like, now I'm, I'm inspired to do all these things and like met so many cool people and networked and stuff. So yeah, please let me live vicariously through you. Cause yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> give us yeah. the Gen Con rundown. See,
2: and that's the thing, like having social media, I've never been a person that takes pictures or videos or things like that usually I mean there there are the times where like when you take a shot with Matt Mercer like of course you're gonna take a video of it mm-hmm. like that's one thing that I will but like most of the time I haven't really been like it's not like something that I think of but then there were so many people on threads that were like please take pictures I want to live vicariously through you and like and then when that happened I was like oh yeah I'll take pictures I'll do videos and all that stuff like it was yeah I, I won't do it for myself but I'll do it for other people that's uh, that's a quote she's that <laughs> yeah is life that's, right that's there. too
1: real yeah I mm-hmm. felt
2: that in, in the my first soul. five minutes yeah so. already already getting into it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah getting i'm similar of, like i feel like i forget a lot of the time to document things mm-hmm. and then when someone else like brings it up then i'm like oh yeah
0: we should do mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah
0: i imagine that experience of like you're like, like you're saying like you normally don't take pictures and then suddenly you're taking all these pictures and videos at Gen and you're like am i an
2: influence right no and and that's just wild to me it's wild to me because like i started back in it was october 2020 so this was a uh covid project that we had um and then it's just txp has just kind of morphed into something completely different from what we started with which i feel is very similar to a lot of projects that just started during yeah. COVID, um, but mm-hmm. it's changed so much that like where I'm at now is so just wild to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I feel that so hardcore because yeah. like during COVID, um, I feel like everybody was like, hey, I have nothing to do right?" and mm-hmm. like I can't go to work and so like a lot of the house can't leave the house all i'm doing is is being on tiktok and then like you know the 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 track starts kind of running on its own Mm -hmm. but um like i had a a similar experience in in covid where i was just like i had just kind of uh gotten back into D &D and like the bug bit me and then pandemic shit happened and i'm like okay cool i have a hyper fixation and nowhere Mm -hmm. to oh
2: wow provide an outlet
0: perfect Um, storm (laughs) perfect storm and like i was so new to it that i was like i don't even know how to like even begin finding an online game for example mm-hmm. so i was just like deep in the recesses of DD tech talk yeah and you know there's lots of great creators that have like taverns and like are mm-hmm. role-playing stories out with each other and things like that and i remember this guy um doing one where he's like yeah there's lots of taverns and magic shops and cool stuff but like nobody's done a thieves guild yeah and I remember that video oh. coming up, and I was like, yeah, that'd be a cool idea. And, like, kept scrolling, and then, like, you know, maybe a couple days later, I see his first video where he's, like, role-playing the interview of, like, you coming on to That's the, cool. Being led into the thieves' mm-hmm. And the, the spirit possessed me, and <laughs> <so> <laughs> I was like, I went from a creeper account uh, to, like, side-eyeing my barbarian costume from Runfest and being like, Am I going to do this? Mm. I have nothing but time on my hands. Sure would be mm-hmm. a shame. Sure would be a shame. And so, you know, I got into like the full get up at like fucking three o'clock in the morning. Of course. um, As, yeah. one, as one does. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, did a little just a little video because I was like, listen, I got no followers. It's yeah. just like a fun for me. Ha Right. Whatever. And uh, that video blew up way more than I intended it to um and i was like uh fuck (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: and now i have to keep going
0: (laughs) and i have to keep going and so you're like suddenly there's eyes on me and uh i remember it actually started on like a personal account that was tied to my socials and like i remember friends and family started popping in on following (laughs) and i was like i don't want you to watch me do all this Mm -hmm. bullshit so i like created a whole new account reposted those videos and then continued on the tag yeah and that tag also went viral and like so I, my my account climbed with it it was uh the ocean's pride
2: the ocean's you... pride nice yeah
0: so it was the ocean's pride and like it it was it was trending for a hot minute there because yeah. he was also like collaborating with some bigger creators as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh like my account and like a couple other creators that hopped on early just kind of grew with it inherently because we were furthering like the story on TikTok and right. he had a discord joined the discord and it was kind of like a live D rp world
2: that's so cool uh,
0: and it grew it to like 300 members at one point it was yeah. crazy and i went from like a player in that to an admin to like my tiktok account was growing and all these yeah. other things and then like people were recognizing me at renaissance
2: festivals so
0: cool i was like who am i <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey
2: that feeds into that <laughs> imposter syndrome
0: oh my god uh and yeah it's wild because it's uh, and like you know fucking friends started introducing me as like hi this is my friend and she has x many followers mm-hmm. and I'm like please don't Pl- I'm like please, please don't do this to me please stop <laughs> stop it stop it right now
2: that's hilarious oh my god yeah but,
0: like I feel that so hard yeah
2: and I god, mean it's wild like specific like yeah going going into that that imposter syndrome that's that's one of the biggest things that I felt going to Gen Con because so there was this there was this creator. Um, get together meet meet and greet thing for D&D like Wizards of the Coast D&D right I got some email when I was going to um San Diego Comic-Con like the two weeks before and like I remember too I was like walking around San Diego Comic-Con which is f- fucking huge oh my god yeah it was like
0: I've been there <laughs>
1: I haven't, but I can only imagine how big that is. It's
2: crazy. It's like over 100,000 people all in one convention center area. It is insane. Um, I think it was like 150,000. But yeah, I was just walking around super tired by the middle of the first day, uh, Thursday, and sat down, looked at my emails, and I was like, no fucking way. Like, th- this has to be a scam. <laughs> that, like, this isn't real, right? Yeah. And it's like D&D creators uh, for the for the, um, for the emails that they sent out, like the group. And so I was like, what the fuck am I in this, like, group of emails? No way. Look at it. It says meet and greet. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Whatever. So I immediately RSVP'd. And then, yeah, I get there. And there's all of these, like, huge D&D people. Like, uh, people in Wizards of the Coast staff, like Jeremy Crawford... Chris Perkins, uh, Todd Kenrick is there. Todd Kenrick is really tall. like I'm six three. Holy shit. he's taller than I am and I was like not well, expecting oh that. God. Yeah, I I was not expecting that. That was crazy because um, he's always sitting down, you know like you never mm-hmm. really see how tall he is. crazy. Uh but
1: it's so weird when you see people you've only known online in person. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. What is this? And
2: I have another wild one, but this I'll I'll have hold on that. Uh so yeah, there's all these huge people, and immediately when I walk in, I see, you know, like TikTokers that have million plus followers, hundred thousand plus followers, and I'm Mm like, I'm over here with seventeen point five K and I'm like I shouldn't be here. I'm... Which, mind you.
1: Which, like, yes, you should. That's a lot of people. Like, I remember, like, a while ago, I saw, like, there's a thing on Tumblr where it was talking about, like, contextualizing how many people you have. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, if 20 people watch your thing, that's like a whole kindergarten class. Right. Yeah. If 100 people do, that's like, you know, whatever. And it, like it was saying, like, oh, you could... Hug everyone at this level or at this level, you'd have to like make everyone cookies. Right. Like, to thank them. Like just to put it into prospect of, like if you were meeting every single one of your followers, that's a lot of fucking people if I
0: sat in right. a room with fucking 23K people, which is like what I have on fucking TikTok, Crazy. I would hyperventilate. Right. It's wild. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, for but sure. It's so easy
1: to like compare it to someone who has like a couple million. And right. you're like, oh no, like I'm a a t- I'm tiny.
2: Exactly. And it's like cause I don't even I don't even want to do the math on how many times my followers is to one million, which was uh, Macy Lynn. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, there's it's crazy how many. And so, yes, of course, I. I, I'm still rapping with the whole I deserve to be there thing trying to get there. But but. Feeling like I'm not was like the thing that was keeping me from talking to people. And I didn't want to be that person that just randomly walks up to a conversation and is like, hey, uh, ha, I'm, I'm Johnny, you know, like out of nowhere. Even though it's a meet and greet, I was feeling awkward. I was feeling like everybody was eyes on me. Like, who is this guy kind of thing?
1: Yeah. It's like God. they all know each other and no right. one's going to know me. Exactly. I don't have enough thousands of followers for like them to recognize me. And like, uh, like reality, everyone is as awkward as you are on some level.
2: And every single person that I met was so nice, like super nice and super, you know, welcoming and stuff like that. It's just like, I've never met them before. And some of them I haven't seen before, but like when they gave me their username and I looked it up, it's like, Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have 1.2 million. That's cool. All right. Um, here's mine. 17 K. Uh, but one. Of the- so I was already feeling like that when I saw the mm. creators there and then fucking Brennan Lee Mulligan shows up. Jesus. Yeah, and you're like, cool, I'm gonna go shit
0: my pants. Yeah, and I'm like, are you? <laughs> you're <laughs> like a god has kidding just landed me. <laughs> in this
2: Right, right, and he's just like bouncing around, talking to people, he comes over and he's just we're talking about like, how we run stuff, our favorite monsters, stuff like that and just crazy, you know, just in, in the conversation, yeah. it's fine. Cause you're not, you know, you're talking and it's like, whatever, but then he mm-hmm. goes and bounces to another thing. And then I look around and I'm like, I don't, I still don't know anybody. Where do I go now? So I made several laps of just mm-hmm. trying to find somebody that I might know. Uh, yeah, that was, that was crazy. Um, then Matt Mercer showed up mm-hmm. and oh. he is a lot shorter than I thought he was. Um. Mm. Yeah, he's like oh 5'11", I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah he's sure. always sitting. And again, with the camera, you never really see how tall he is. I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, cool. But yeah, like I, I remember so vividly being at mm-hmm. the bar, getting a drink, turning around, seeing him and just turning the other way and walking away because I was <laughs> like, You're oh, my like God. High. Like, this is
1: too much. I'm not fucking prepared
2: for this. The literal person that inspired me enough to, like, actually do any of this was standing right there. And I was, like, just not, not mentally prepared to see that because here I am thinking, okay, a million followers, cool, that's that's pretty sweet. And, um, yeah, then Matt Mercer shows up and it's like, Oh, yeah, it's my like God. a man
1: who runs a corporation Yeah, yeah right For this shit And, and his friends I'm like, cool. yeah, I, Like, everybody feels inferior
2: <laughs> Right, I right <laughs> I mean, the highest grossing Twitch account Cre- Yeah, yeah Like
0: Yeah
2: Yeah, and Like, my personal inspiration The the DM that I Personally would love to be Is, like, his mm, style yeah. of You know, narrative and Descriptions and all that stuff, right? Yeah, so. Sound
1: machine and human skin. Yeah, sound yeah. machine and human skin.
2: Mm-hmm. Toothy maws and all that. Um,
1: <laughs> Much more.
2: It was just crazy. And I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to word vomit. I'm not going to word. Vom-. And then I word vomited mm-hmm. when I met him because I was, you know, that's just how it goes. It's like, uh, oh my God, you're my biggest yeah. inspiration. I really hit. Right. Like it just, it just happened because God, you can't really think when you're in those, those positions it's crazy you lose
0: you lose all self-control a little bit uh like i i can't i can't even imagine because like for for me like i have not watched uh like a whole lot of critical role but Mm -hmm. like i i am very aware of matt mercer's place yeah in 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 the world and how talented he is uh like for me like a bria is Mm. my big one Mm -hmm. Um, because she's the reason I got into it. Like, she's the one that made that feel like accessible. Sure, yeah. She just did like an entire episode about yeah, for sure entering the space of D and D as a as a as a woman Mm. and like building the confidence to do so. Yeah, and like when like we talked about how like comparing your like for us comparing ourselves to like Brennan or Matt Mercer who are so good at like these voices Mm -hmm. and sound effects and all these accents and things and like I used to get like self conscious about. Playing male characters because I don't yeah. sound masculine. right, right. Um, and a, watching a Bria DM and like she doesn't necessarily like really do voice; right. she does more like inflection and yes. gestures. Yes. Yeah, And more I was like, like physicality, physicality, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that clicked for me, and that made it accessible yeah. to me. That made me want to like pick up, you know, the the DM role and like. Uh, Which is I
2: why remember, we need more women.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And just different styles. Yeah, like the Abrea, the Faye and Flowers campaign, and then watching because I just started running Vampire the Masquerade. And watching Jason Mm -hmm. Carl run LA Mm -hmm. by night and New York by night. Mm -hmm. Because he's similar of like he doesn't do voices. But it just he changes physicality or Mm -hmm. different things and it works. And it's like both of them really helped make it, make
0: that mantle seem more accessible. And Mm -hmm. finding, finding that style that works for you and knowing that like, there, there are different styles to DMing and you, you, it is so easy to compare yourself to like, the greats or whatever and be like, I can't do shit. But also you have to keep in mind that like, you know, they have years of experience under the belt. They're professional voice actors in some sure. cases. Um, they do this for their living.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and they've have got a like bunch a, of money. a production budget. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, yeah.
0: you know, and like you 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 gotta give yourself a little bit of grace, yeah. you know, to, to enter the space. Like everybody starts somewhere.
2: Right. This is like a nights and weekends kind of thing. I'm working full time. I'm doing this as, Same. you know, yeah, a passion we'll project. And We only have a limited amount of time before we have to go to bed and wake up the next day and work another eight hours and then whatever Mm -hmm. we have left to take care of the house, take care of, you know, your pets. Yeah. Do just normal human things on top Mm -hmm. of the work that we do. And then now we're trying to find that small amount of time to practice our our craft and, yeah, build our passions. And, I mean, not... I don't know exactly their situation, but they don't really have to do that very much. Like that yeah. is yeah, well, it's like their not job. Like, not
1: anymore exactly. You know, like they did, but it's like, like they're they're, they're
0: right. at right. A, a point. Their yeah,
1: they're yeah. at a point now where they've built it up to where they can do what they love for a living, which right. is great. I think the goal for a lot of us, but yeah, like they didn't start out there.
0: Yeah, right. It's this.
1: I saw, but it was like we didn't. We don't see that. Like we, you didn't see when it was just them in like well, someone's dining
2: room playing
1: early days Vox Machina. Exactly, right?
2: yeah. but you saw Matt Mercer way in the beginning, like when yeah. when they first started Vox Machina. I I see a lot of what I do in the way that he used to run what Vox if, Machina. Oh, it was originally, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I'm original, like, oh my God. He wasn't like this, like... the first
1: like... couple arcs. Like right. the Craghammer arc. Exactly. And the Lightstone arc, yep. especially, it... like, early days Exactly. Yeah.
2: It's like, oh, he's not this demigod in this beginning campaign. It's he... They got a lot of money when they first started, and he's like, oh, okay, I could just take a lot of time and put it all into this. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it. Yeah, it was it's it's something that we have to keep in mind because you're right, comparing ourselves to them, like it's great to be like, This is my inspiration. But at the same time, when we continue to compare ourselves to them, it's like it's the Matt Mercer effect where it's like, God damn it, I'm not that good. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like that always that kind of makes me a little sad because like I love watching matt mercer dm Mm -hmm. and like it's Mm -hmm. so fun and dynamic and like i adore vox machina that's Mm -hmm. the one critical role campaign i mean i love all of them but i just that's the one i've i've watched in its entirety and like i know and will forever have a piece of my heart Mm -hmm. and it's nice to see like the animated series bringing my friends and stuff into it yeah can't commit to like the hundreds of hours of I feel, fucking I feel very specific content and and yeah it's not just you it's 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 all <laughs> of y'all um but like it's a lot to be fair i had a friend uh he told me he's like oh yeah just put them on while you clean like because we used to work together and then mm. that was the the death of of a lot of my free time uh mm-hmm. there but like i don't know i feel like the, it's it's so important to be able to separate enjoying something as a consumer and then also allowing it to be a source of inspiration for you without Mm -hmm. weaponizing it against yourself Mm -hmm, and i'm like that's what's turned into like the matt mercer effect and people and just like that whole crew kind of catching a lot of flack and it's like well you have to remember like one like they're voice actors professionally and they've played together for a long time Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't have to play like that there's and, a million different ways to play
2: and they and like, all play well together that's the thing yeah. too like not everybody likes matt mercer's type of dming it's it's mm-hmm. wild that all of them are still just so in sync and yeah that's one of the things that like i this is completely valid everybody is saying like it is a very white cast 100 it is it is. Yeah. And I think the way that they're they're going about it is very good. They're having one shots every month where they're bringing on BIPOC.
0: Like different creators yeah, like, and things like that. They're
1: diversified right. and stuff like similar how like Dimension 20 is doing. But exactly. yeah, you know, that, that core cast is like they are a very group of white. friends who all happen to be white. Yeah. And,
2: But it's so like being on the other side of content creation, like actually creating content rather than consuming it. It is so hard to find a group yeah. of people that mesh that well, like to the yep. point where they can, they can create something out of nothing. Like,
0: yeah,
2: it it is so hard to find that. That like I understand it's why so everybody rare. says that, but like I understand why they're not trying to completely sever this group to, you know, bring other people in, because it's like that that is that is it's so rare. rare, and that's why they're so yeah. successful, you know?
1: And it's like, it, it it is different. Like, the feeling and the vibe is different when it's the core cast versus when there's other right. people. And it's not a bad difference. No, no. But it's a very different, like, um, Ollie and I, Ollie runs a Strixhaven campaign that um, it's Ollie's DM and then it's Alyssa, Bex, and myself that are the players. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're all so close and we play off each other so well that, like, I mean, the four of us can go and play in, in other campaigns It's totally different types of characters in a totally different we setting. Are very in sync. and still be very in sync and like mm-hmm. and so having that is so precious and so rare and it makes it so much more fun and like we get so much more out of that strict saving campaign than we do in other games even other games that we love and adore because we get other things out of them that are fun. We get to be murder hobos or we get yeah. to like do dope mechanical shit or whatever. Like, Every game is different and you can't, I don't give any sense in comparing them, but it's like when you I, find that. O- once you feel that and you can have a group of people that you can just slot in like that. It 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 makes sense of why like why you would hold to that and exactly, not yeah. want to, and also like they are friends like they do like yeah,
2: and they're yeah. They're, they're friends, which is <laughs> wild as well because, I mean, yeah, it creating a company like that with friends mm-hmm. must be so difficult to make those boundaries of like professionalism versus friendship, and you know, yeah, yeah. hey, this needs to be improved, but. Also, I'm your good friend and I think that you're awesome at the same time. You know, like, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. just crazy how they've just hit every single milestone so well.
0: Absolutely. And like, I remember like, I either read this quote or heard it somewhere, but it was kind of like the, 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 the idea of like, um, a content creator with a million followers will never think that your first video is cringy. Right. And Mm -hmm. because like they've. Been They've there. done it, yeah. And like they like that. The yeah. people, the people that find you cringy, or they might leave like negative commentaries, or maybe not be re- especially receptive to the content that you make. It's either are, not for you, it's not for them, or they're people that would never do that themselves,
2: and right. they have no idea what the process is. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like if you're
1: willing to put yourself out there and do it, then you understand that it's like everyone's a little rough to start with.
0: Yeah, but also and it's a process. Keeping that perspective of like. Like once my account grew, like there's definitely times where I had like the the feeling of imposter syndrome when there's accounts bigger than me that I idolize, and then realizing that those people know who the fuck I am, dude, mm-hmm. yeah, and like that they enjoy my content, right? Like, I remember there's a uh, like Quincy's Tavern was one, I Quincy's think. Tavern That's was one, sick. Uh, yeah, and then like uh, Alec the Bard, mm-hmm. uh, he and I would just like chill on Discord sometimes, and That's I'm like, cool. who am I? Uh, yeah, no, Alec
2: the Bard is sick. We uh, he was part so of the sick. group of people that took a shot with the uh, with Matt Mercer. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. I love I love them so much, and uh, I know like one time I remember there's a- there's this cosplayer Sheena Riso um, who does a lot of really amazing, beautiful cosplays. Mm-hmm. I'm very queer, very gay for her. Mm-hmm. She's Good. like one of the most gorgeous women in the yeah. universe to me. And I cannot consume her content fast enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, give it and to me now. <laughs> I remember, like, uh, she made a video one day that was like, a, like a mashup of content creators that she like says inspire her, or she like enjoys their content and stuff. And I was like, no oh, that's nice. And then, like, I went about my business, and then somebody tagged me, and it was like, hey, you're in the video. No and I like, like, I'm sorry. I well? like rewatched it, and I was like, I'm gonna go scream. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> Just- <laughs> Cause I was like, what? Like I'm gonna put myself back in the closet and be that extremely so, gay for a yeah, second yeah. and come back out. It was is just like awesome. it, it was so strange to me. But then also in the same on the same note, like me having my account and then interacting with smaller creators who had like a similar perspective to like me mm-hmm. looking up. There's also people looking up at me and me having that yep. perspective of like I'm just a I'm just I'm just a girl. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. out here. I'm just, I'm just in my room. Yep. Um, with some silly cosplays, but like they admired me and that was a very genuine moment and I like keeping that perspective of like there will always be people that are better you th- than yep. you and every... Or people that are further along, further and along not even process. better Necess- not
1: better necessarily but... I mean but- like there are people who are always people who are more skilled than you. Right. Yes. Are more of an expert expert in any given field than you.
0: Yeah. But yeah like there it gives will, you room to grow into exactly like, what, where they're at and there will always be people below you that admire the progress you've made and want to reach your level and mm-hmm. that also deserves like a level of, of its own recognition, recognition.
2: Yeah. yeah 100% yeah uh, yeah like Todd Kenrick was like oh yeah you uh I, I've heard your Curse of Strahd campaign I was like
1: huh <laughs> like I'm sorry what
2: yeah yeah, I was like, "You
1: motherfucker who helped make this game!" That I, were playing. I th- yeah, like, I'm no, sorry I think what? I
2: was like, I think I actually like almost spit taked, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I yeah. think You're I like, actually I said that. Like, smelling salts. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, it was that. It's it's wild when that that kind of thing happens, and I think that's one of the things that I want to do when if if I continue to you know gain more friends that follow me and things like that. I think yeah, that's one mm-hmm. of the things that I want to do is, like, recognize that, sure, here I am, but, like, there's so many people that are doing way better work than I am, too, but they just don't have the followers to show it. Like, hey, keep it going. You're doing great kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just it, it helps. Like, it's so fun interesting to do that actually as we've been talking to people to be to have guests to come on the podcast because this podcast is relatively new and we've seen like an awesome amount of traction so far i mean that's with been not a whole lot of inc- like a, social media. that's <laughs> been so incredible and like lovely and validating and it's like it's one thing of like we think we're funny but with if other people think we're funny and enjoyable to watch and are cool to just listening to us bullshit for an hour like that's that's there's something there that's really mm-hmm. fucking dope yeah, yeah. But it, when you can partner with other people, like, wherever they are at on their journey, whether they're a bit further along than or you, smaller, or they're smaller, well. like, it helps knit that community together mm-hmm. even tighter. And it helps you feel a part of the community even more because you're getting to know these people as people and as
0: creators and not just their brand. Right. And... It's just so cool. For me, like, that's something that I've definitely kept, like, being very passionate about because, like, I remember doing my own content creation and, like, I owed a lot of growth to when bigger creators wanted to just collaborate with me because they thought what I was doing was cool Mm -hmm. when I had, like, Mm -hmm. not not that many followers at all. And I love... Being able to share that. And even though we're small, like I I have big aspirations. I love, uh, yeah. I love this passion project. Absolutely. And, right. um, I want to keep that tone of like being able to help raise other creators and bring awareness to the content they create if we genuinely enjoy what they're making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, people support you. You want to support other people. Exactly. Like, and across the board of like, content creators, people that are writing their own TTRPGs. Like, yeah. I just, we just went and supported um, Prince, Perils and Princesses. Um, that sounds like awesome. A, a TTRPG, yeah. like, based around storybook princesses. That's so, so cool. And, like, you know, me and the creator started, like, DMing and he gave me, like, although I, al- I already supported <laughs> the project, um, mm-hmm. but he gave me early access to it so that we could play it and, like, cool. shout it out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, uh, like that's, that's a big passion of what like I wanna instill in like this podcast and make sure that we're like across the board helping other people grow as much as we're growing ourselves. Yeah. Right. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, and a little a little more on the selfish side, but like as you're as you're creating content, as you're growing and you continue to connect with these people that may not have as many followers as you do, those people will feel some sense of like deeper respect for, right? Yeah. You'll have a deeper connection with that person and they will follow you till the end because of what you've like, like just, just even like if I have 17,000 followers and I bring on someone who has a hundred because I like their content, they're going to be like, Oh my God, this is awesome. Thank you so much. And they're going to be like a hardcore follower for right. Exactly. Because that's, that's one of the other parts that like is so important is that you this whole network thing is literally a network where you're meeting people and learning who they are and what they do and playing their TTRPGs because they're fun and all of that that you can't just make content and then not give back you know,
1: yeah, right yeah. for sure. You can't just tr- exist in a void. I mean, you can right. attempt to, but I think you lose and you miss out on a lot of what's awesome and right. enjoyable mm-hmm. and beautiful about this field. And I think it's interesting because, like, there's a lot of conversations around like parasocial relationships mm-hmm. and all of that. And by staying open and active and like seeking out those genuine moments of connection. You can take those things that, like, maybe it was more of a parasocial relationship where you were just a fan of somebody and you just saw what their public face. But then, like, you can get to know them as a person. Like, yeah, you can take a shot with Matt Mercer mm-hmm. or have a conversation about fucking beholders with Brandley Mulligan, which right. is
0: wacky. I know. Um, and then, like, he's more of a real person now. Yeah. Right. And... If I can put if I can put my marketing hat on because I do do that as a profession. Do it. <laughs> um, Save that, that's my real, real girl. I'm big just more of a word hoe. Yeah, you're a word hoe. I'm a content hoe. Um, but, base I mean, like, kind of touching on that on that basis, like there is a a real concept of. There's a difference between building a loyal following and building a following that's just based on, like, a number. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And, like, you know, you often have – like, I can say this pretty honestly. Like, I – a lot of my content, especially early, was, like, very thirst trappy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of those followers are just, you know, horny men. It was um, quarantine, times were rough. It we was all quarantine, need a validation. All times were rough, and I need a validation. I'm not hey, sure there, ain't, there
2: ain't anything wrong with being horny. There's something wrong with thinking that they're just a piece of meat. That's the thing. Yeah. There's a difference. Exactly.
0: But I will say, like, for example, like that doesn't necessarily mean I have a loyal following because sure. when my content started to shift towards more like my actual passions mm-hmm. um, or things that did not feature my two beautiful personalities, <laughs> <Right>. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I definitely saw like a drop in viewers or like engagement and things like yeah. that. But I started working more towards the content that I'm actually passionate about. And, you know, the engagement eventually started to pick up as as I slowly started to find my people and build yeah. the rest of my following on people for that sure. genuinely and that content um and yeah. like it's important to stick true to what you are yes. actually passionate about because although your growth may not be as quick um you will build a much lawyer fo- yes. loyal following that will actually show up for you when you mm-hmm. make a content and engage with it and share yeah. it and help you grow rather than people that are like just following you for one reason and whenever they get bored of you they're not going to engage with your content it's so easy when you're trying to
1: make a career out of this I think to Worry and like nitpick and like, oh my god, is my engagement dropping on certain videos and not on others? And pander to trends and try to like fawn response and warp yourself into whatever you think your viewers want to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. so that more you will be more palatable or more easy to acceptable or like more people reach a wider audience or whatever. And it's like, well, you're actually better to be authentic because people can unconsciously tell that always. Yeah. And then the people who actually watch you and you're, if you have a small, small core following that's legit into you, it's like you said, like that is more powerful. That's worth mm-hmm. more than several then, thousand followers. Exactly. Who are to engage with
0: you. Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, so couple things, cause all of that was great. Um, B. Dave Walters talks about a book that he follows or like a, not really even a book, it's more of just like an idea, where it's called A Thousand Loyal Followers. Um, You can have a million followers that don't really engage with your content, but as long as you have those thousand followers that always engage, always buy your products, always think that, you know, always talk about you, things like that, Those are the people that are funding you going forward. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that you want to focus on, not the rest of the million that, you know, are liking your post and moving on. It's the people that truly care about your content and will die on the hill for you kind of thing. Right. So that's one thing to keep in mind, too, is that, like, just because you have a number doesn't mean that you have, you know, those thousand loyal followers you you want to make sure that you're you're focusing on those people. Um second thing was talking specifically about the when you were saying that you kind of shifted your your content, somebody actually was DMing me over TikTok about that and showing their frustration with the fact that like they were making memes and stuff like that getting to like 20k from just those short content mm-hmm. things of like you know those those templates and then you put like a situational text on it and then you're like ha, that's funny and then you move on yeah. yeah so now this creator is trying to move more towards hey this is a cool character that you can use hey this is a cool uh, bbeg that you can use hey this is a cool campaign idea that you you can use right mm-hmm. and their dr- their views dropped significantly yeah. Yeah. from thousands of views to hundreds of views right, mm-hmm. right. and That's the thing is that what you were saying, you have these followers because you were making memes. You were making four second videos that were like, ha, awesome, like, move on. Now you're making things where people have to watch more than those four seconds. And those same people may not be into those same or those different types of content. However, that well, moreover, that's pretty much like you are building a following again like all of those twenty thousand that you have you're pretty much not really starting from zero but you're definitely not starting from 20k like you have right now it's more like maybe a thousand so you have to keep in mind that these people are not all going to be interested in this new content however while you're making this content if this is what makes you happier Mm -hmm. that's what's Mm -hmm. most most important because i remember when i started making TikToks. I was posting every day like all of those social media managers tell you, which, by the way, don't fucking do that. <laughs> I, like, like, do it. i tell
1: myself that when I don't make memes for our fucking Instagram.
2: Right. I mean, memes, memes are one thing. There's a lot less, um, what's the word? Uh, a lot less like, labor yeah, yeah like emotional good. labor, like actual labor of like filming and then editing and then putting on the, yeah. the captions and stuff like that. There's a lot less goes into it, but... The thing is, is that I was making like, I was bulk um, bulk editing, bulk recording, and then I would do one a day, right? So it would go through the week, Friday I would bulk, and then all the week I would have at least one per. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that is that I was dreading every time that I had to do it, because it was like, oh my God, I have to do it again. It's It was good. To a certain extent because I got to where I am now, but I burnt but it's out. Not fun. Exactly. I burnt You're out. I, it. I stopped making TikToks for like months because it was something that I just didn't enjoy doing anymore. And that's that's the thing that you have to really focus in on is what is your motivation for doing this? Is it the followers that you get? Is it the validation from that? Is it the validation of getting likes? in your notification box. Or is it making this content and liking the pro- you know the product, the creation that you make? Is that yeah. the most important? You need to figure out what your motivation is, if it's external or internal and then follow that. Be- there's nothing wrong with having external validation being your motivation. That's totally fine. The only oh, thing yeah. that to keep in mind is that when those views start tanking, you will be you will be losing your motivation going forward. If you, you have can't an entire inter-
1: self worth to, to the, your metrics, yeah. right? Because it, it it's that out. It's giving other people you know it's high, it's same as tying yourself worth to like another person, right? Right. You're if you connect it to that outside force, and it's not you doing what you love and sharing that, then yeah, you are always at the whim of even like. Yeah, your audience and their response, but also the algorithm mm-hmm. that may not, you know, may not show your video. Like, there's some, some, a ton of people I follow on TikTok that I like. Like, they'll come up on, like, my following page and I'm like, damn, where have you been? And, like, right. they've been publishing stuff the whole
0: time. I just haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the algorithm is a fickle mistress and, and wild and untamable.
1: Yeah, so it's like, if you're not doing it for you and you're not finding joy in the process... And yeah, I don't, I don't think it's sustainable. Right. Like I am also a big quality over quantity proponent. I Mm -hmm. do that in my adult content marketing job that Mm -hmm. I do all day. And like, we definitely have talked about that too. Where setting this up in a way that is going to be sustainable and enjoyable for us Mm -hmm. is very important.
2: Or, and like sustainable, meaning like you can do those everyday posts and you will make a lot of you'll make a lot of progress. You will, because mm-hmm. you're posting more often, you're getting more views, sure. people are seeing your account over and over and over again. But put an end on that everyday posting yeah. thing. Like like say Do okay, like a
1: 30 day sprint right, or like, something where it's yeah, like
2: month sprint. Exactly. Like draw
1: like the drawtober challenge where you exactly. draw every day for that like or not right. or something where you write a certain amount like Take some approach like that and set a challenge for yourself with your content creation, which is actually a good idea. Now that I'm saying it, especially as we go into like fall time, with all the spooky theme just challenges, just
2: rapidly writing it down right now to remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like I actually like I'm gonna work. I'm gonna do that now. We, do we'll, we'll both do it, and then we'll like <laughs> message how it goes. You and me yeah. ending this call and having a whole little meeting. Yeah, about. right. Yeah, <laughs> like so okay, these so can this be our things. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, no, I mean, no, for real, like, that's a, because, it, yeah, like you said, it has an end date. It's not, oh, I'm doing this at a breakneck
0: speed in perpetuity. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. that's...
1: Right. Not gonna work.
0: I can think about when I was doing like my consistent content creation, and mm-hmm. mind you, I was doing this during quarantine when I did not have a fucking exactly. day job. Mm-hmm. That was so a like, that was a liminal space. Yeah. So I was literally. I think I was. I was filming every week. I would pick a day of the week, and mm-hmm. I would spend like an hour to two hours getting into cosplay, which was a whole fucking process right. of, it yeah. in of itself. Yeah. And you kind of have, like have to bulk until You kind of have to do it for that. <laughs> yeah, and like film it until three a.m. I bulk film content like i would knock out like 60 to 80 videos yeah Jeez. and i'm like cool i'm set yeah no it was ridiculous um but i mean to but so you get into cosplay you're like i gotta take it you're like i gotta take this. advantage of this weekend yeah We're gonna unlace this corset like, right yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't breathe for like six hours yeah. and it's fine um but that was like, your i would both batch that content and then i'm like cool i'm good for the next like three weeks and then like the the week that i'm like running out of cons i'm like oh shit and i'm like yeah really going through like the I'm like, look, I'm the desperately looking through the of of your like, drafts of well, draft I've kind of left.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like,
0: and I was like, this was not super good. like, man, my... I did
1: that filter one time yeah, at it'll... 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Does that count? Can I use her? Yeah. And... They said what my... What kind of animal? Sea animal? I am. Do you yeah. think? The, like, yeah. Do you think
0: they'll consume yeah. that? No. And like, eventually, I did start dreading that. Like that week that I mm-hmm. was like, I have to get yeah. cosplay. I have to do this and that. And on top of that, I was like managing a fucking three hundred person Discord because mm. I was yeah. like an admin, like twenty four seven, and that was exhausting emotionally in yeah, its own right. Because,
1: because I joined that Discord late, like later after you'd been in yeah. it for a few months, and like it was so fun. But like, I was my job went remote. So it's like, I was still, and I I had a different, I was doing like business analysts, more techie shit at that point. So like, I still had to do that all day. And it was, it was hard enough to be in the server where I was like, I just want to role play my fucking drow assassin Mm -hmm. bitch Mm -hmm. in doing fuck shit in the server. (laughs) And I tried to make a couple like, and I did make some, and I liked them, but I was just, I also have figured out like, I am not someone who likes to be, glued to my phone and like my social media feeds all the time yeah. mm. and i like to have a degree of separation i think from from that like yeah. I, I like i like sharing stuff and i definitely go in spurts where i'm like i am on a photography kick and yeah. i'm like taking pictures of the fucking s- sky like a white woman and putting <laughs> that shit out there I, ed- I edit them well they're done well sure. but like was that one bo burnham song a call out of me yeah well, I- it, do yeah, I have right. yearly pics of me in the pumpkin patch? You bet your ass I do. That's mm-hmm. a family tradition. And they're good. But like, you know, it... <laughs> now I'm fully off topic. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Um,
2: We've been off topic the I whole just did, time. <laughs> I did
1: what you did. And now I've like forgotten where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, of just like... Finding that balance is so important. And Like I realized early, I think we probably... I can't remember if we had conversations about this. But like, it was a very eye opening thing like damn that is intensive like that amount of filming that you were doing and- it yeah. is
0: intensive and it was burning me out and then once i like finally got a job after like quarantine calmed down i was like oh the life the life work balance and content creation is, yeah. is taking a dip yeah. um and it's very important to keep in mind like what is content that you can regularly produce at a sustainable pace yes. is a keyword yeah. because there's high production there's mid and then there's like low production stuff a lot For of sure. low production stuff does well on tiktok um and understanding that like not everything has to be a crazy level of per, like, like production like bafta film fest level yeah from. yeah, yeah uh, but understand where that lines with you or like if you do want to do high production projects maybe like sorted out for like later, or, like one specific point in the month that you're like, I'm going to dedicate this day or this this weekend to making high production content. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the month, you're like, I'm just chilling back and making low, low production, yeah. like casual content and like, s- you know, sprinkling it in where you want. Yeah. As long as it's always still falling like, in line with your brand and your passion and what right. you're trying to build.
1: Or you share less, like you post less often. And I mean like, yeah, is that... Like the social media managers, I say that like I don't also do some social media at my job and work very closely with ours. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like it, me, I am, <laughs> am marketing social media bitch.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: like, yeah, that advice is there for a reason and it's honest. And like, yeah, if you, if you, the more you publish and at, that feeds the algorithm and that gets your name out there, like there's a reason that advice is consistently given. Yeah. But if you're like, man, I want to make like those TikTok accounts that are like, cinematography mm-hmm. like it's like this is y'all are out here with like a red nine and a drone and a yeah. fucking dream yep. and making like film festival quality stuff if you want to do that and you're like i only want that to be my pay like i i don't want to <laughs> sully my page with like my nonsense that, that's, your that's okay but right. like if you and if you need to like, space out those posts, I think that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, you're gonna grow slower, but, again, it goes back to what you said, of, like, if you have that core following, they're gonna be okay with that.
2: And I think. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna grow slower. I mean, if you have true. a badass yeah. fucking video, you can get, a like, a thousand followers, even more on just one video. Honestly, like, if you're, yeah. if your content is really, really good... Like you True. could you could get viral out of nowhere, right? I mean I True. can't even remember social media is
1: so weird. Right. It really takes one viral video Straight and you're up. like in a fully different stratosphere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: I mean, I remember what was my like my first viral video was something like it was like a shitpost, post too. It was it like always um, it, always it always is. It always is. Um it was oh right. Uh there was that viral trend that was going around where it was uh the like stupid things that my husband said to me, and then it was like you were dancing while the light uh filter was going on, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Uh, f- things that DMs say to scare the shit out of their players, right?" And it was yeah. just like, "Make a perception check. Are you sure? You know, all of those like basic like things that everybody knows, throw. right? Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, and that went like." 500 000 or something like that and then i was getting a bunch yeah. of followers from that i was like oh my god this is crazy i, I think that was when i broke ten thousand, and then i started making roll 20 videos and all that stuff but like my first million was also a shit post it was like it, it's just it's wild that one video can just change everything and yeah. it is even more important that that one video that can change everything when you are doing that. You're you're making content that yeah. takes two plus hours to make sure that it's, you know, just right and the color is right and it's really high quality. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's like because one video can change everything, making sure that like, you, yeah, you are being authentic and true to yourself and you're pub- prioritizing publishing content that you love because you don't know. What that one? Which one is video. be put on the spotlight? Yeah, for and the sometimes world. Yes. you might fuck around and be on some chameleon shit and post something like, "This isn't really me, but I'm gonna do it." Mm-hmm. And sure as shit, that's the one that'll go live. Yep. And if people like, "Oh, they're this person," it's like, "Well, actually, I'm not." And, and you're like, this right. I'm awkward here now. In this dimension. Yeah, and it happens to so many people, and it's mm-hmm. like it's so easy to do and yeah. relatable because of a lot of things. I won't get on like how we val how we. To help like condition people to not value their own self-worth and like tie yeah. that up with numbers like oh we won't even get on that soapbox because mm-hmm. that's another two hours but <laughs> yeah like yeah it's yeah. sorry i'm chronically ill i'm coming off a pot's flare so sometimes my brain just stops oh, working oh like, yeah. midway through a sentence yep and i'm like i don't know where that sentence was ending but it's done now apparently because <laughs> i have no thoughts in my brain it's and the so that that's Michael Happened a Scott. couple times this episode,
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, the fuck. Michael Scott, where it's like sometimes I start a sentence without even knowing, and then like it yeah. cuts to him, like, so I whenever you are like by never always and like just kept on using those like starter sentences. Oh, God, it was so funny, anyways. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. exactly That's what that it reminded right. me of,
0: yeah. I think, uh i think in general like like what you mentioned uh it's like i definitely related to the fucking like it's the content that you don't expect and like you yeah. know there's those there's those days when i would spend all that fucking time and effort and hours of like getting into the into the outfit and the whatever making a shit ton of content then there's days where i was like i actually dedicated it enough time to like make like something a little bit more cinematic or whatever yeah. and it does shit all
2: yeah you um, get 200 and views yeah
0: and then it's the week that I'm like, I don't feel like fucking getting in cosplay. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna make content as I am, and it's like shit posty, whatever. And then that's the shit that starts going viral yep. of me like just in my hoodie doing some it's random like Smasher Pass, um, yeah, Pixar animals. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. like that's the one that goes, and you're like, well, that's there forever for the internet to enjoy. <laughs> yep. Um, but like it, it, it is a game of like specifically like if if people are looking to make content on on TikTok, I'm always like make whatever makes you feel good, and then the the views will come and as long as you're like somewhat consistent with it um you know even whenever the algorithm is being a bitch and you're like i'm only getting like 100 or 200 views when i have this many followers or whatever like just stay consistent with it because eventually you'll get out of that or like one of your videos will break Mm -hmm. and it it, it, as long as you're consistent like the growth will come but it's like it's like anything like if you're trying to pursue it as a passion or as a potential business or you're trying to build it to to whatever you know even when you start a business it takes three years for you to even like start seeing making any money absolutely yeah and like i think it took me it took me a whole year of posting consistently and everybody grows at different rates because somebody could go viral in a much different way than you do Mm -hmm. uh and like they gain a fucking million followers overnight for i don't know a meme yeah
1: Mm. like and everyone's circumstance is different yeah and it's like everyone's at a different place where it's like yeah like a lot of most people are working part-time jobs and doing this like in the margins that so they can scrape in yep. out of work and life and taking care of themselves and other people and all of that. And then it's like some people like, yeah, they have freedom to do this full time at that moment or like, yeah, it's something like you were for a bit in quarantine where like that was your hyper fixation. Yeah. I had nothing um, the time. And mm-hmm. that was a dope period where you were able to pour a ton of energy into it. But like, and you never know. I think it's always interesting. It's like, it's uh, it's easy to see and kind of going about what we're saying with critical role and everything. It's easy to look at like someone that's at whatever you're viewing as like a pinnacle or a higher place threat and being like, this is insane. But, like you didn't see all the all shit the stuff that, that led to yep. them getting there and all the ideas that went off half cocked and failed yep. and like yeah, you you didn't see any of that because that didn't
0: go viral. Yeah. Exactly. But it exists. It does exist and like if you like like I think I also like going back to how you mentioned uh like you watching Matt Mer- like critical roles early content and being <laughs> like seeing a lot of what you're presently doing. Mm-hmm. Um everybody always starts somewhere. Going but- back to watch
1: like I I would recommend if you've watched the like Vox Machina animated series and you liked it like go back and watch even just that, like, parts of the Whitestone arc, they're streams. Yeah. Because it's so cool to go back and see, because now, like, it, and I had the difference. They got a set. They got lighting. They got what? It's like fucking Domitian 20s in a dome. It's like right. they have a whole set, but it's like, it's it's so much different. And it's so much more like what our experiences with TTRPG looks right. like. And that's really cool and yeah. really refreshing to see. Yeah. And-
2: they're they're uh, you could you could see their hiccups that they have with like audio and video and how they're yeah. just fumbling to get stuff set and ready. And that's that was like a not a studio, but like a studio. You know, Geek and Sundry was like yeah. they made content and they were hiccuping mm-hmm. on their very beginning. I mean, sure. they just had views because they had a bunch of nerdy ass voice actors that like to play DD. Um but yeah, no, like it, it's super humbling, I guess, to see like all of them, even them, making huge mistakes in the very beginning. Like some of their episodes just cut off out of nowhere, and we just don't know what happened during those breaks. It just happens. It happens, and it, it's like it. They're they're not immune to those either. Like they had them. Now they are because they know what they're doing. But you know.
1: And they have, like, there's a whole crew exactly. making sure that that, ship, that ship runs right. well-oiled. Yes. Um, and, like, that every lantern and flickering candle is in place. Mm-hmm. And, like, they've earned that because they've, they've gotten to that point. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's always it's funny to me. Like, when you go back and listen to, like, the Vox Machina, like, podcast or recordings, like... They started recording, they had been playing Vox Machina as like Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. And then they, com- like, Matt converted it over to 5e. And when they started streaming it on Geek and Sundry. So the first art just fucking starts. Like they've got, they have that like intro episode. Yep. Intros all the characters and kind of tells you their names and a little bit about them. And then that second episode, you were the most in medias rest you've ever been because yep. <laughs> it just starts and right you're in like, the wait, who Crag the fuck Hammer. are these people? Yep. Where are we at? And like, you don't know. Yeah. Yep. And you, and that is, I love that it's still like that and that they mm-hmm. never tried to go back. Like it's just because that's real, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and nobody really cares. Like, yeah. it, nobody cares if all of your audio is perfect or if you never, yeah. it's not, you can never make a mistake. Like, the people who enjoy watching your content are going to enjoy it and allow you
0: to be a human. You got to find your positive buyers in this market, man. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I'm saying all this stuff, but yet yeah, I'm still making sure that my content is all perfect and,
1: well, I mean, that yeah, shit. we're God all. Damn it hypocrites to an extent of but like yep.
0: we're, we're we're working on it
2: progress yeah, on it. progress yeah. over perfection
0: yeah we're 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 still flawed humans but I also feel you be like I like sometimes I listen back to our to our audios and stuff and if there's like even a, like a like a split second of something I'm like oh my god I want to oh, yeah. like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh yeah
2: yeah our first episodes in Ravenloft Misfits has background noise and stuff like that and I just I, I don't have the uh, the original files from that um my friend does and i've mm-hmm. been trying to get it but i i don't have them and so i can't go back and fix it and it drives me fucking Is crazy it? because yeah those are the first episodes that everybody listens to and i'm like oh i want to take it out so that it's but we're still getting like a bunch of people that yeah. are saying hey i love the campaign it yada yada matter. yada and it's like okay so maybe it doesn't matter that much it's, yeah. it's
0: a matter of keeping perspective that, like, one, we will always be more hypercritical <laughs> of our yeah. content oh, yeah. than anybody else ever yeah. will be because we want to have passion for it and are also looking for those, like, specific things, mm-hmm. whereas other people might not even perceive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also it's, uh, like, you – it's easier said than done, but you also – need to give yourself grace and room to grow because nobody comes out fully formed a professional in their respective field absolutely there is like you can only learn through experience and like yeah you have that experience with that with that episode but now you know and like for future episodes you know you make sure you have those backups and like you you need those lessons to grow and to Mm -hmm. advance and like one day like that's that's gonna be not even a, a in your in your forefront yeah okay. of your mind as far as the content that you yeah. create and like i'm our
1: primary editor for our podcasts um unless i'm like on death's store, and then ollie will like, we'll pull <laughs> the episode together in. like a couple weeks ago but um it's and it helps me a lot because i edit for a living i edit a lot of other people's stuff for mm-hmm. so i one have gotten and i've always been good at going through things unemotionally with red tape and then also over the last like Years that I've been at my job now, figuring out, like, when is it at a point where it's fine? Yeah. And that you can just put it out and it doesn't really fucking matter anymore. Mm -hmm. And we're... Because that is so so vital because I used to have such a huge problem and I still do in some aspects like if I draw or paint anything like I will hoard that like a dragon until I don't hate it which is probably never um, Yeah. But because
2: even when you release it you're like ah oh, shit I didn't notice yeah. that and then you start <laughs> focusing on it.
1: With almost everything else I'm like you can't live in that analysis paralysis state yeah. forever I like you, you do what you can then. do you clean it up and then you send it out the fucking door and it is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Like, and yeah, if you're creating good content and you're good, you're good at your job, and you can edit, then what goes out the door is a good product. Yeah, but you you can't. You've got you got to learn to, to let it go exactly,
2: and you have to learn how to get to that point too by making those mistakes.
0: One hundred percent.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, well, we're nearing uh, our time for the end of the episode, but um, this was so great. This was so great. Thank you yeah. so much
2: of course yeah.
0: uh, awesome for the conversation for letting us live vicariously through you of course um, on recap the gen con experience um uh, mm-hmm. but then you know it's it's been a lovely time and like uh, like i was so excited for this conversation with you because when you we were like imposter syndrome i was like yes oh, please i feel like <laughs> one
1: imposter syndrome already and then, yeah. then you had just been to gen con yeah. i'm like i need
0: the tea mm-hmm. <laughs> i need the tea specifically yeah. from you yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you so much. Um. Definitely go follow uh talking XP on all your socials and as well as like all those exciting projects that you have, like the, yeah. the Curse of Strahd. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm particularly gonna tune into I, because we've oh, missed it. our Ravenloft Curse of Strad campaign Same. so much. So we might consume you voraciously. Yeah, do it. I yeah. Think I'm. I'm gonna binge the hell out of that. I'm very <laughs> I excited.
2: uh. I do a lot of homebrew. I follow a lot of uh Mandy Mod, uh homebrew stuff, which I change on my own. To what I like. Um yeah. but if you're running Curse of Strahd, check out Mandy Mod on Reddit. Fucking incredible. Um but Ooh. just go yeah, that
1: real quick. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it.
2: But yeah, I I took one of the things that she said and made Curse of Strahd a 15th level campaign rather than a 10. So Ooh. Um it's His
1: Curse of Strahd needed to be harder. <laughs> to yeah, be a exactly. longer meat grinder. <laughs>
2: yep. I uh I increased everything that Strahd has, and it is incredible. gonna be incredible. We're we're nearing the end of the campaign here pretty soon. I think they're level eleven right now. And I'm I am so stoked for the end of it because we're we're approaching a wedding and it is gonna be, <clears throat> be fucking awesome. That's oh all we I'm really gonna miss say. Our
1: Daddy content. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. fucking consume that.
2: Do it. Yeah. I'm just
1: gonna follow Mandy Model. Thank you. Let's, thank
0: let's, you so much for coming on. Yeah, uh, of course. And yeah, just soft reminder, it's just a game. It's not that serious. Not and that definitely game. your content creation is also not that serious. Do do what makes you happy and exactly eventually that. um it will build. Mm-hmm. Have have faith and it will build. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Um and take care and we'll see y'all next time. Bye. 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 Table Talk is a podcast brought to you by Mythos Media Productions, bringing you a new episode every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. Find us on Instagram and TikTok at TabletalkRPG, or check us out at our website, Sites.com. All business inquiries can reach out to us via email at info at mythosmediaproductions.com.